This is Shane with Mountain Crypto. Hey, today we're going to talk about what will Bitcoin do in regards to the upcoming recession, the happening, and all of these things. We're going to talk about those in a little bit of depth. We're going to talk about also what I'm doing um, with my investments right now. I'll share some of that with you. Now remember, this is not financial advice. It's not advice of any kind. So do your own research and just take this as uh, entertainment and um, realize these are the things I'm looking at. These are the things I'm researching. But uh, it doesn't have to be what you do. So do good judgment. Um, noticing what's happening. Um, we're all still stuck indoors here in the U.S. Um, even though it seems like the estimated death toll is down to the number of a really bad flu epidemic, leaving some of us scratching our heads wondering why we're destroying the economy and making a lot of fears manifest um, throughout people in the country that we are going to go into a depression, we're going to go into a recession, and will that happen? Well, my take on it is the depression was the Great Depression, and we were still on the gold standard, and we just let it happen, and it healed itself. But today, we're not on the gold standard. We have complete fiat money that is really based on people being in debt, a credit system, and it is not based on its own merit. And there's only one pie and the money that we have represents that pie, right? If everybody owns property and houses, there's however many dollars are there. The more dollars you you have, it's like cutting that pie up into a bunch more pieces. So that means it takes more pieces, little bits, to actually buy a slice of the pie, right? A slice of pie is not a slice of pie anymore. It takes, a you know, a thousand bits to make one slice in that analogy, right? A dollar used to buy um, probably a month's worth of groceries, maybe more, you know? People could live on a dollar. We had half pennies. Half penny could buy you a pound of flour or a pound of sugar. And now it takes dollars to buy that, okay? Um, so the depression the economy was completely different. Everything worked differently. They weren't manipulating interest rates. Most people didn't even have loans at that time. A lot of businesses didn't have as many loans. Loans were few and far between compared to today. So it's a whole different landscape. The government was not pumping money into uh, corporations like Ford and wasn't pumping money into the banking system by keeping them alive and keeping them to have enough money to be able to meet their lending requirements, which, you know, at one time a bank only could lend money that it had. But now banks lend money they don't have, and they're required to keep a fraction upon a fraction of that amount of money in so-called currency, American dollars, and they don't have to. And, and they try and borrow money from each other at the end of the day to show that they're still qualified to lend, so they lend money to each other to keep those requirements up, and they can't even do that. The government's putting 
uh, trillions of dollars into saving the banks in buying uh, actual stocks now. Uh, it's just insane what's going on. So what's going to happen? Who knows, right? We really don't know. Um, hopefully this thing's still recording. Okay. So we went through the quantitative easing, and it started uh, at the end of President Bush's term, and it went through Obama's term, and uh, has has kind of came to an end, and now it's it did come to an end, and now it's in full gear and um, on jet-powered uh, propulsion. So when we do this, it, it it's going to make our dollar's buying power weaker. It just has to. It's numbers thing. So what will that do to everything else? You know, they, they started the quantitative easing, and yet we saw the economy. We're being told that the economy is a lot better and the jobless rate is down, and all these things are good. But are they? You know, there, there's a lot of debate to be had there. Will this quantitative easing float us along for a few more years? It's possible. You know, really nobody knows because we've just never played this experiment like this before. Um, most thinking people and economists that are very conservative um, feel that we should have had a recession and that the quantitative easing kind of kept us out of a deep recession and maybe we had a mild recession. Will it work this time? It's hard to say. It's hard to say. So best judgment um, is to to play, play it safe, right? Or play both sides of the coin. Some people panicking and taking money or currency um, out of the bank. And um, it's always probably good to have some cash on hand in case of an emergency. But if you take it out, what are you going to do with it? So, because everybody is holding on to American currency and it's not circulating, um, there's a demand for American currency and that's why it's going up. But as everybody starts to spend it, is it going to have the same value? Maybe not. So, when we look at cryptocurrency, we see that Bitcoin took a drop. We all expected it to just keep going up. I expected it to go up. But then we had this big shock wave in the market. And we're blaming this sickness. Uh, was it going to happen anyway? Yeah, it probably was going to happen anyway. But this has certainly escalated it. And I don't think anybody could argue with that. So we've seen Bitcoin try to go back up again because people want to put their dollars somewhere. Their dollars aren't doing anything. The banks aren't paying any money. The bonds aren't paying any money. So what do you do with it? So I think some money's trickling back into Bitcoin. Um, we had a pretty substantial jump back up again. We're in the $7,000 territory. Now we've, we've uh, corrected a little bit. We're just under that. But everything indicates that we will continue on up to guesstimates based on charts, based on um, best evidence. The best guess is about 8,000 or just above 8,000 prior to the happening. Um, likely the ha it, after the happening, we will see a drop in Bitcoin. And then uh, best estimates, again, are that uh, six months to a year later, we're going to see Bitcoin climb. And that's because, we've talked about this many times on the channels, is there's only going to be half as many Bitcoin correct uh, created. It was 12, uh, 
point something, and now it will only be six point something, six bitcoins. And the demand, the institutional investors are buying up um, half the bitcoin, or buying up, um, was it over half the bitcoin right now? And then, of course, there's the retail investors like you and myself and others that are buying Bitcoin as well, but not as, not as much. And what happens when we're only making half as much? If they're buying up over six of them now, and then after the halfening in 30 days, they're still trying to buy six or more, what do you think is going to happen to the price? The calculation, we mentioned this in the last episode of creating a Bitcoin for the miners, the average price is about uh, $12,000 to $15,000 to mine one Bitcoin average. So that also, you know, they don't sell Bitcoin or mine it. Uh, they, don't, they don't mine it if they can't make money, and they don't sell it if they're going to sell it at a loss, The ones, all the people that are mining. So... We're pretty much, uh, this is, this 15000 is after the happening. It will cost twelve to 15000 after the happening to, to mine a Bitcoin average, okay? So after May 13th, that's when everything should start happening, but there will probably be a dip in Bitcoin's price after May 13th. So what am I doing, okay? So we talked about, you know, I take the approach, as you guys know, that I invest in a little bit of everything, and um, I know the stock market's bad. Well, I don't have a lot of stock. I only buy a few dollars here and a few dollars there. And uh, I'm going to continue to do that. I'm going to be buying some more of the REIT that I've invested in. And um, I'm going to be also investing in stablecoin. So uh, probably something you're not used to hearing me say. I haven't been uh, real big on stablecoins because most of them are not anywhere near decentralized, but I'm, I own money that I think is very centralized money, right? We all earn it for a living here in America, and, and we have to deal with that. So we have to use centralized systems to try to earn money to keep the inflation from eating up everything that we make. So what I am doing is I'm using the Celsius wallet, and I don't have a link on this, but uh, I've put links in the past, but you can join Celsius. Uh, they're not. I'm not sponsoring them or anything like that. They are insured by Lloyd's of London, and they're paying over seven percent for some of the different stable coins. So I'm going to invest in the stable coin that I can buy on Coinbase because Coinbase provides me with decent paperwork to hand my CPA for my taxes, and I want to do everything um, on the up and up that would not raise any red flags with the IRS or the U.S. government. So that's why I take that approach. And I usually buy, I put my cash into Coinbase, and then I transfer that to Coinbase Pro and buy my Bitcoin at about a half a percent. That way it saves me about 2.5% on buying any coins that I decide to buy. I stick with the coins on Coinbase because these are ones that uh, are more recognized I don't want to get caught up in a coin that the U.S. government is going to decide they don't want me to have. Um, I just walk on the safe side. That's all there is to it. So um, you have to do what you feel is safe. And I do dollar cost average. So, um, you know, I put in 
uh, $25 here or there typically, um, two, or th two to four times a month. And um, I just put the cash in and then it's ready and it's in the Coinbase Pro. And then when I'm ready to make a purchase, I think Bitcoin is a good buy, then I go ahead and I make that purchase. Or if I think there's another coin, um, then I make that. So my goal, aside from my original Skycoin holding um, and XYO holding, which has gone uh, really bad, is to have more than 80% in Bitcoin. And I'm just about there now, so that's a good thing as far as that goes. But I will be putting $1,000 into stablecoin. I think it's uh, USDC and putting it in the Celsius wallet and earning 7% interest. Also, um, stocks, I have bought um, more of the stocks that I've talked about in the past. And um, I have also some money in Fundrise, which pays been paying just under 10% um, the last quarter. And uh, it did not lose any money when the stock market dropped, so that's really a good thing to do as well. And... Um, what other things did we want to talk about? Um, well, um, another thing that might be interesting, back to Bitcoin, is Bitcoin is going to really go up according to the, um, the, the logarithmic chart. You've heard me talk about it, a lot of other people have talked about it. But even at today's price, it is poised um, to be going one Bitcoin at about $100,000 by May of 2021. So, will it go there? Will it get there? I don't know. I think it'll get at least halfway there. And um, I would just say, you know, I'm going to try and get a few hundred dollars in there while it's low and be prepared for that um, big increase at that time. So, I'm also prepared for the dip after the happening this May. Um, 2020. So I think there will be, it'll go up to about eight and I think it will drop right after. But in no case is anybody seeing Bitcoin drop below $5,200. <clears throat> so I'm starting to lose my voice now. I uh, hope that information was good for you. <coughs> I am not doing very many podcasts. I'm not doing any YouTube videos anymore. As you all know, they um, cut out a lot of my uh, videos, and for no good reason, they claimed I was um, selling securities, which is totally not true. In fact, I recommend don't buy, um, you know, um, there's different platforms that do leverage trading, and I would just recommend you do not do that. Do not trade at all unless you can uh, contribute full-time to it and practice with uh the accounts where you don't really use money for, you know, at least three months, maybe longer. And uh, be very, very careful because for some reason when you practice on the charts with fake money, um, it always seems to go well. And as soon as you use real money, it's like your luck changes. It's like somebody changed the dealer on you in Vegas. It's crazy. Um, if you do want to see videos of what I'm doing, I do, um, I do rock collecting. I do rock hounding. I do, um, I make gemstones. I polish gemstones. Um, I do lapidary, silversmith, um, we call it rock hounding. And you can just look us up at Radical Rocks at YouTube. If you are interested in seeing that kind of stuff, then great, come on over. You know, gemstones are a great addition to your, um, 
to you know your savings and your investing. As far as I'm concerned, um, colored gemstones and rarer lapidary stones are an excellent investment. And um, I can tell you, I, I used to buy gemstones by the bucket that now um, they charge by the, you know, I used to buy by the pound. Now they charge by the gram, you know, the, the same amount what I paid for the pound. So sometimes you can make some really good investments doing that. So check it out if you're interested, all right? Stay safe. I hope you had a happy Easter. Over and out.